Hey everyone, welcome back to the Life by Taylor podcast where we learn and grow together. This is the last podcast episode I'm recording before my live event on Sunday that is coming up. And because you only do things for the first time once, I thought it would be really nice to get on here, share where I'm at, share what I'm feeling before the event, because obviously in the next episode, you'll hear me speaking already after the event. And going through this process of going after one of my biggest dreams, just taking one brave step towards my wildest, biggest dreams has taught me so much and reminded me so much of the courageous journey of doing that. There are so many things that I feel now that I have a feeling will fade moments after the event happens. And I want to have them on record for myself to look back on, to share with you guys. So you really do feel and understand what this is like. So many times we watch people go after big things and they do this work behind the scenes. They don't share this part of the journey. You see people on the other side and you feel like when you're feeling things that I'm feeling now, something's wrong with you. So on today's podcast episode, I'm going to share things I've learned going after a huge dream of mine and facing a lot of my biggest fears. So let's start from the beginning. At the beginning of the year, when I did my workshop for New Year's resolutions, I obviously applied my own method on myself and asked myself what my intentions were for this year, what I'm aiming towards, and what are ways that I can go after those intentions. I kept feeling this deep calling to get in front of people live, to speak on stage. Anytime I would go to a concert or a show or an art exhibition where people were talking on stage, I just felt this hunger, like I'm craving it. And that isn't new for me. That's something that as a child, I loved to be on stage. I was in musical theater in middle school and I was in an honors program where I would give speeches and do speech writing. And I also worked for my speech writing professor, writing speeches and TED Talks with him for other people. I've always loved attention, if I'm being honest. And I've always loved being in front of people and having the honor, the gift of their time and their energy and their presence to spread love, spread joy, inspire them. So it's not something that scares me to be in front of a crowd, but I haven't done it in a long time. Most of my work is online. Most of my work is via Zoom and has very much become my comfort zone. What makes this experience super scary, first of all, there are so many things and my therapist and my coach and all the people who are guiding me and supporting me through this process are very proud of me because <laughs> I am facing a lot of my biggest fears my dad is going to be there. My dad is someone who didn't always support this path and still doesn't fully understand it, even though today I think he's kind of let go and, and understands a little bit more. He is proud of me, but I think that it's going to be a huge moment for me to show up in front of him sharing the content of my heart and soul. He's seen me speak on stage. I've spoken on stage about things that don't matter to me so much. I can give a speech on something that has to do with politics. I can teach soldiers in a classroom and I could do all of those things, but it's very different when you're showing up authentically, when you're speaking from your heart, when you're speaking about the things that you truly deeply believe in that people may not understand, people may not agree with, people might not get, people might be triggered by or judge you for. And knowing how my dad sees all of this stuff, this world of spirituality and personal development and self-help and whatever, 
it takes a lot of courage to stand in front of him confidently and speak about these things, knowing his opinion. Another thing that has come up for me is that if it was 200 people who listen to the podcast coming to hear me speak, who already know what this is about, who really want this, that would be something else. That would honestly be easier. The fact that this first event is going to be an 80 person event and Some of the people there are friends. Some of those people are peers from the past, people who I went to school with, people who have never listened to the podcast, who don't truly know me today. And something that has been coming up a lot for me lately that I need to work on is to let go of the pride I used to take in being a chameleon and fitting myself to every room and matching the energy of the people around me and to start showing up as myself consistently no matter who is in front of me and no matter what room I'm standing in. It's taking me a lot of courage to stand in front of the people who are living life very different to me and who don't know much about the content that I share or have never really listened to what I talk about, um, to speak about these things in front of them and in their presence. And I'm sure Many of you guys can relate because a lot of you who want to share things online, for example, about things that you're super passionate about, you think about people that you're friends with, friendly with, peers from the past, what they would think, what they, what they would say. And yeah, it's just a really huge jump to just show up as I am to all of the spheres in my life. People from the army, people from school, my dad, my friends, my, my supporters, my community, It's a really cool moment of just jumping straight into the fire. And to be honest, I started saying I'm going to do this a few months ago, but then I backed out completely. I'm like, this is unrealistic. How am I going to put this together? I don't have time. It's too complicated. The excuses started to kick in and I kind of let it go. And once I decided that I'm coming to Israel in April with my boyfriend, that was like a few weeks ago, I just screamed to him from the living room, baby, do you think I should do the event? And in his brilliant simplicity, and I love him so much, he was just like, yeah, why not? And I'm like, yeah, true, why not? So the first thing I did was just look for a location. And then I hired a videographer and then I made a graphic. And then I was like, okay, let's do this. And it was getting really exciting. I was super excited about it. But as soon as I shared the link for the tickets to be sold and people started buying tickets, I had a physical reaction to that where I was so scared. I was so scared. Like all of my fears came up. All of my insecurities have been really just like rising and and releasing from me. It's been insane, to be honest, to the point where the first day I was literally shaking uh, in the house from anxiety. I cried a few times for sure, just like in disbelief that I'm actually committing to this. And that state of mind, that, that mental state actually manifested as a physical illness. I was sick in bed, probably the sickest I've been that I can remember. I've been sick a lot this year, but this was really bad. I had a throat infection, which is just not a coincidence at all when it comes to the fear of speaking. Really bad throat infection, a fever where I was in bed for six days and literally could not move. I was completely paralyzed and and forced to really surrender fully to let this fear just literally come out of me. It felt like a cleansing I got out of that and realized, okay, well, the plan that I had to like really prepare for this for two weeks is not possible anymore. And I've had the last week to take care of this and really just focus and get ready. 
What I want to share with you guys, I'm not going to talk about what I'm going to say in the event so that I don't ruin it for the people coming. I want to talk about what happens when we go after our biggest dreams. First of all, when it comes to your wildest, biggest dreams, I realize they start with small steps. They start with what you can do in the moment. And what I could do in the past was group programs on Zoom, which started as free workshops where five people showed up. And that eventually turned into a group program that people paid for. And then it turned into workshops where 60 people would show up. And today it looks like this event of 80 people buying a ticket and coming physically to come hear me speak. But this has been almost three years, actually, yeah, a little bit more than three years in the making. So I want to remind you that whatever your biggest dreams are, they start with small steps. And for me, this is just the beginning. My big dream is to really have these tours where I go and I speak and I inspire and I can connect with people all over the world doing this. And this is the most tangible way to begin that journey. And I realized no one is going to come ask me if I'm ready. No one is going to invite me to do this. I have to give myself permission to go after these dreams. And that's what I decided to do. I'm going to create this event myself. I'm going to invite myself and give myself permission to show up and do what I know that I want to do. There have been so many moments since the second that I decided I'm doing this until now where I've thought about how if I didn't have the awareness I have about what's happening to me internally, I think most people who don't have that awareness would quit, would cancel it, would back out because it has been spiritual warfare internally overcoming so many of my inner demons and so many of the fears and feelings of unworthiness and insecurity and all these things just coming up and tormenting me mentally that I've had to look at and face and not act on. That is what I want to say that it's okay to feel it. It's okay to think it, but it's not okay to act on it. That is my rule for myself. It's okay that it's in the mind. It's okay that it's in the body. It's okay that you're feeling it emotionally and literally physically, but do not make a decision that is rooted in this fear when you call it and see it as it is, when you see that it is the darkness, it is the fear. So if I'm speaking to my future self here for a moment, the future self that will look back on this event and hopefully laugh that she was ever nervous and not laugh, but just kind of, you know, find it cute and light and wholesome looking back and realizing how far she's come. I want to say to that future version of me to always honor and remember the courage it took you to take this first step. There are so many things I've done in the past that I discredit and discount how hard they were once in hindsight, they don't seem so hard. And I think we all do that. We discount our own courage and, and strength for things that we've been through in our life because we forget that's what time does. And we kind of just go through the motions and we forget the pain that we endured. We forget the courage that it took from us. And I just want my future self to remember and to be grateful for herself that she started this journey, that she did this, that she overcame all of this resistance, all of these fears. My boyfriend has been the closest person to me who has seen me closely through this process, but I think even him, I think even he does not fully know. Only I know what I'm going through and what it is taking from me to commit to this. And it is my responsibility 
to remind myself that and to be proud of myself. And no matter how the event goes, no matter how the outcome is and what people think or how good I do, to really just thank myself, to be grateful for myself, for believing that I deserve to go after this, for trying, honestly, just for trying. There's so much to celebrate in just giving yourself a chance and making that effort and doing what you can to meet the universe where it's at. I trust God and I believe in God and I'm open to God's support, but God cannot do it for you. You have to take a leap of faith and show God that you are ready and you're prepared and you want this. And that is all I can truly do. So for those of you that I'm going to see in two days, I want to say thank you so much for supporting me and for coming and for joining me. I, I'm excited to meet you guys. I'm excited to see you. But also to all of you listening to this who cannot make it, who are not in Israel, I really do feel your love and support energetically. I've been getting so many messages from people, so much love from people. The fact that you're listening to this podcast now just shows me and makes me feel so, so supported and loved on this path. This podcast has been such an important part in my journey. I was saying this today to my coach that this podcast has been the living proof of what happens when I speak the content of my soul and my heart. And it's really paved the path for me to lean into that. If I didn't have this podcast, I wouldn't feel called to speak from my heart in front of people live. So this really is all because of the people who listen to it, who it helps and who really validate for me the wisdom that I carry and the gifts that I have. And I want to thank you for that. Whatever your big, wild, huge dream is that feels too far, too big, too scary to pursue, I want you to ask yourself what you could do today. What's one small way you can already start now if you just gave yourself permission to? And if you stopped waiting for a good time or for someone else to offer you it and just give yourself the chance Give yourself the gift of trying and pursuing something that you crave deeply, that your soul is craving deeply. I want to thank you guys again. I love you all. If you like this podcast episode, screenshot it, post it on your story, tag me. If you haven't already, please rate the podcast. And that's it for now. I do have some good juicy topics for you guys, but at the moment I'm really, really focused on the event and I wanted to give you guys something before. So I'll be back and excited to see those of you there. Of course, we're going to record it. There will be content videos from the event for those of you who can't make it. And thank you for listening. I love you all.